Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Raiden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us wherever you found your podcast or on YouTube. And, well, we are here and we are not alone in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a rarity. We don't do too many interviews, but we said this year we wanted to kick it off. And what better way to do interviews with wrestlers and wrestlers who wrestle in our and hometown. Champions. And like champions. champions. Absolutely. Poison Rana, yeah. We're here to talk to not only a a rapper, a producer, and an audio engineer, but most importantly, a pro wrestler. And like you said, Davey, a champion. And we're here with the Smash Wrestling Champion, Kevin Bennett. Hello, good sir. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Not only am I all those things, but I'm also a dad because oh. I have my, my four-year-old here. <laughs> the biggest. Flying uh, all over me. Yes. Nice. The, the, the truest. Yeah. You're a true champion then. What's her name? <laughs> her name is Annika. So Annika. Say hello, hello. Annika. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, it's great to chat with you, Kevin. I've actually followed you for quite a while. Uh, I've seen you wrestle live a few too a few too many times actually i used to go to the smash shows here in toronto quite often and uh already talking to you for like two seconds before recording you're not at all what i've what i've seen from the wrestling because you when i've seen you wrestle back in the the remix days you were quite a bad you were quite an asshole (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know there's a lot of people that give me that that uh they don't expect that i'm gonna act the way that i do when they you know meet normal kevin bennett i guess you could say so <laughs> uh well it, it's great for you, you to join us and uh, i want to right off the bat shout out anyone in the gta toronto area that or, or anyone in london ontario as a matter of fact uh this weekend smash wrestling in toronto is doing a show on saturday at the rec room right across the street from the cn tower and then on sunday in london ontario at the london music hall so anyone who is a wrestling fan definitely go check it out especially the saturday show in toronto because right after i heard that they're airing the royal rumble so anyone looking for a place to, to go watch the rumble this weekend have a rumble party. definitely go check it out yeah for sure uh but kevin you're going to be wrestling this saturday and we'll definitely get into some of the matches that you have coming up but I, I thought of maybe uh, uh, pulling the curtain back a little bit on yourself and give people a little insight on you. And um, for those who kind of aren't aware, you've been wrestling, I know, in the Toronto scene for quite a while. But that's because you're just uh, hopping a skip away over in Buffalo. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I've been wrestling in Canada since 2015. It doesn't really feel like that long ago, but it has been. So, yeah, I mean, I've been there for quite a while now. Yeah. So what's what's your what's your whole little backstory in a nutshell? You're trained over by uh, the the blade, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yeah. So, I mean, I had it's weird. My my uh, story, like getting into wrestling was really weird because like uh, my parents, they knew that I wanted to be a wrestler since I was a little kid, probably since I was about like 13. Teen, I think is when they like knew that I really wanted to be a wrestler. So they literally bought me a pro wrestling ring at 13 years wow. old. <laughs> yeah, I had one in my backyard for year for like, probably like 12 years, I would say. So I mean, all my friends were into wrestling and everything wow. too. So like, you know, we used to do like the backyard deal and stuff. But like, uh, getting involved in pro wrestling, um, you know, at an early age, like 15, 16 years old, we always had. I mean, I was, like, the only person that even the pros knew that had, like, a, a wrestling ring, you know? So, like, 
they would come over and we would have like seminars in my backyard almost. You know, Crazy. people would come to my house and I, I had training from so many different pro wrestlers. I couldn't whatnot, even so. convince my parents to buy me a toy wrestling ring. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I know it's, that's awesome it's crazy. Your parents. You're not going to get that from everyone, are you? <clears throat> no, not at all. And I, I tell them to this day, I'm like, I don't know how you guys did that or like what you guys were thinking then. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, just seeing you in the backyard doing like, like, to, you know, I think of the Hardy Boys when I think of, you know, they had the ring, the trampolines yeah. and stuff like that. Just DIY, essentially, like. My parents would have had a lot less broken couches if they uh, if they did buy an actual ring, though. Yeah. Well, that's what it was, I think, because we were using trampolines then, you right. know, and we were just going through the trampolines. And then my dad one day was just like, I think we just need to get a ring. <laughs> how, how, did, how does it go from there to, to like, jumping into two rings? I, I'm not too familiar with, like, the, the Buffalo area scene, but I am aware that there is, uh, like, some small independent promotions, like, in upstate New York. Did, did, it, did it kind of jump from you, you know, wrestling in your backyard to, to taking courses or to starting in other fed, feds? Yeah, so basically... Um... Well, I, I was the one that was like doing research, you know, as we were doing like the whole backyard thing, I was doing research on like Google and, uh, you know, looking for, cause I hadn't known what independent pro wrestling was, um, until like, I think I was on YouTube and I didn't know that there was anything else besides, um, you know, like WWE, you know, big major promotions. So like once I found out there was like vocal wrestling, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever, you know? So uh, Empire State Wrestling was the local um, promotion. We got involved with them. And, you know, I was like uh, setting up the ring, you know, doing camera for years, you know. So I, we basically, me and my buddies that um, got involved with ESW, we basically had like a, I don't know, I, I guess like a permanent or like a definite spot, you know, once we turned 18, I guess, you know what I mean? So it was like, once you guys turn 18, you guys are definitely going to be booked. So, so we were there since like, we were, yeah, little kids, you know? So, um, yeah, it was really cool. So you said you first came over to, uh, Toronto in 2015. So how far before then had you started like training and kind of your first wrestling match? Yeah. Um, so I had my first pro wrestling match in no, or what was it? Uh, New Jersey. Sorry, nice. yeah, in New in New Jersey, uh, I was 16 years old, and um, because yeah, you can't wrestle until you're 18 in the mm. state of New York. So, I mean, I believe that was. I mean, I had a crazy like first couple of matches. I wrestled like Stevie Richards, Nunzio. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> it was like a first like yeah like my career like it was insane. Like I think Chris Hero watched my first match ever, gave me like. Uh, a really cool critique and everything too. So I had a yeah a couple matches in in Jersey, and I think that was in 2010. So yeah, um, yeah, 2010, August 7, 2010. And then you know once I turned 18, I started wrestling elsewhere, like Pennsylvania, um, New York, and so forth. Yeah, so it's so crazy. The the I could only imagine the life for wrestlers, and you hear like so many of the stories. But uh, I I started going to smash shows and and bunch of indie shows in uh, in Toronto area and it wasn't until uh, a friend of mine I'm not sure if he's still work working with Smash um but James Key he was like you got to come to these shows you got to come to Smash again you haven't been in a while 
So I went and brought a bunch of friends and we bought some tickets and you were on the card and, and you were, you were definitely doing the rapper gimmick and, and stuff. And I was like, right away, like to my buddies working there, I was like, this guy's great. I, I love the hip hop combination. And then I watched you wrestle and I was like, this guy's great. And then I, I came back to another show and I watched you in a ladder match and for a small indie show, I'm sure they were taping it. I think it was a progress one actually, where you were in a ladder match and you were taking some crazy bumps. And I was like, dude, this is an indie show and people are like flying off these ladders. I was nerve wracked <laughs> for it. I never, I never set one up or anything, but I was like, dude, I don't even know you, but I was nerve wracked for you because yeah. you were flying off that ladder. <laughs> I think that the one you're referring to was against Facade, probably. That's probably, yeah. The, the yeah, colors, I mean, yeah. those were some of the most wild bunks I think I've ever taken in my life that night. So <laughs> I'll never forget them, man. That ladder was unforgiving, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've been I've been following you in in that uh, Smash era for quite a while. It's been pretty fun. But then, of course, like the pandemic definitely kind of putting a, a like a kibosh on just like everything, obviously. But when it came to wrestling and specifically like indie wrestling, I think that like really hurt uh, a lot of places and i see that you've been champ for like over a thousand days what's going on with that yeah man uh well <laughs> the pandemic yeah it was a, a big change up in my routine and everything like it was like a it was almost like a dream like it doesn't even feel like it was real you know so me i mean i was in a different um mindset then here give me one second I'm just quiet. uh i would say because she was born in 2018. So like she was still really little, like when the pandemic hit. So like I was still, um, she was really little. Like we didn't know like with COVID what to really expect. I didn't really want to bring anything home, you know, at the time because she was so little and there was just a lot of uncertainty. So like there was a lot of uh, time that I took off from wrestling during the pandemic. Uh for most people, for like a lot of people that I know, even um, that's when their careers like flourished is because of the pandemic. Like that was like some of the most work I see in some of my buddies even get, you know. So my situation was a little different, but that's when I used that time to really do uh, like music work and everything. So like I was still staying busy and just, um, you know, keeping relevancy, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I'd love to hear like more about the the music side of things. Is that did that passion start kind of as early as your wrestling passion? Has it always been something you've been doing sort of side by side? Um, Literally. Like I, I got into music right as I became a wrestling fan. So about seven years old, I, I would say, is when I started to become a wrestling fan. And um, yeah, then I took a, an interest in making music, I, I would say, like literally around the same time. So yeah, and I just never... I never let go of either of those things. It sounds like your daughter too. She's singing. So maybe she you got a music uh, bloodline going on there. Yeah. You can start a whole band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she's been in some of my songs, actually. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I remember that you did a I, – I then briefly looked back on your YouTube because I remember your, you had a, like a Pokemon rap that was going uh, hot everywhere. I don't remember it was like TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, but it was popping yeah. off. Yeah. And I love me some Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, my music career has taken a lot of like weird turns that I've never really expected. But like, I'm in a pretty good place now with music. 
Hell yeah. And everything's been going awesome. So what have you been doing? Um, I, I, yeah. I myself, a side passion of not just wrestling. I myself, I love to make beats. I'm a, I'm a producer. I can't, I can't spit for the life of me. Uh, I could do some <laughs> mixing, but just making beats has definitely been my, like my, my, just my, my real love outside of, of pro wrestling for sure. But you kind of do a little bit of like everything you, you like do right. mixing and, and, and all that stuff. And I feel like with the, the past few years, especially, you know, I'd say, especially this last year with, aw the acclaimed having the the rap gimmick where they come out and dice something of course everyone's like oh they're doing the the john cena where they come out and you just like like roast your opponent whereas now i'm like i i was saying to some friends i'm like man there's this guy i used to watch where he not even only dissed the guy like while the before the match but like to to produce rap and create an actual like diss track video is like way like ahead of the curb and now i'm seeing the acclaim do that now i'm seeing hit row kind of do that when I, I again probably like five years ago you were doing that for all your big indie matches which i thought was pretty cool right yeah exactly i know it was it, see that's the the crazy thing is that you know since for as long as that I, i've had music in my life um i always kept them separate up until the time that i went to smash and I, it was for that exact reason. Like I thought that uh, I was just going to be considered like another John Cena type of rap gimmick, which I didn't want to be at all. I didn't want because you know, I mean, even just telling anybody uh, in everyday life, like if somebody asks me like what I do, um, like if, if you tell somebody that you're a rapper, automatically you get that kind of oh, this guy's a rapper, yeah. you know? Like we can't take this guy seriously. I just didn't want that yeah. at all, whether it be in wrestling or whatever so like i kept the two a little separate and then when i came to smash that was when i was talking to seb and um i think he saw one of my like music videos or something he was like you know you should really think about combining these two and like you know use this to your advantage like this is one of your real life talents you know so like so then i gave it a try and then that's when i felt it very natural in wrestling I'd say as as people that go to uh, like indie shows a lot, and I mean you know from performing in them, the quality of you know the venues are different everywhere you go. The sound system's different everywhere you go. So many places we go to, and it's it it's who's standing out to us. And having like a if you want to call it a gimmick like rapping, people are going to remember you right away. We even joke like we're going to these shows having their name on their trunks. Okay, I know who that is. I can cheer for that person. Whereas so many people come out and we, the sound's muffled or whatever, and you you want to cheer, but you don't know who for. And I, I think certainly kind of when on the independent scene, anything that can kind of get you noticed, it it's going to help you out. And yeah, I found you were very smart. Again, this is, this is a few years ago where you were very smart with social media uh, again, where again, now you see wrestlers trying to be really smart with, and you have to be in today's age, but you were, you were like making like, you were doing exactly what the acclaimed were doing with the custom diss track videos to your opponents. I think you've dissed <laughs> like uh, what that you've definitely de- dissed Garcia, but you've definitely dissed. I think Danhausen. You made one for. I don't. Know, you. Pro- what, what are some of the best ones that you think that you've you've put out, or maybe recommend someone checking out because they were pretty funny and pretty creative. And you can spit. Yeah. You can definitely spit. <laughs> by the way, no joke. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Danhausen. That was a that was a fun one to make because I, I think I remember I like sampled the tequila song and everything too, <laughs> and uh, yeah, rapped over that. So like I was. I was trying to, at the time, like, 
make something like that for every match that I had, but I, I realized that since I like do everything myself, it's like very time consuming and really hard. Yeah. So it, it didn't end up working out that way where I could do it for like every match. Um, just cause it's just not physically possible, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was like a, a really good one that I liked. Uh, I did some with Joe Hendry, because uh, he himself is good at making music. Yeah, he so was, that doing was music. like a cool. Yeah, I think the, one of the last Smash shows I went to, uh, he had some sort of music uh, gimmick entrance. And anytime I've watched online streams, he he definitely does that avenue as well. That's that. Yeah. I, I love when you can get different music into incorporated into wrestling. Again, it's something that's been done, but it's it, also can be still. There's so many avenues you. It can comes go hand in hand, though. Whether it's whether it is like live wrapping yourself to the yeah. ring or just you know entrance music that hits whether yeah. that be i know it's all dubbed on the network now but like all those ecwn like roh like actual proper songs but then fast forward today people sing along with seth's music nakamura's jericho's like all those kind of things yeah. it it it's such a part like wrestling and music just goes hand in hand and i i found something funny that when i went to some of the shows again you were playing up that you were a huge heel and in, in, in when i've seen you wrestle live but uh, I would go to these shows and I don't know if this was an actual shirt that you guys sold or something, but it said, you know, F Kevin Bennett on the shirt. Was that an official <laughs> smash wrestling shirt that they sold? I made that myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good. good on you. That was some good yeah. marketing. I saw so many people wearing that. I was like, this guy's getting himself up. Like, that's how you do it. Right. And I would, I, I remember like, you know, maybe intermission talking to smoking with some fans and they're like, I hate hip hop. And this guy, I hate this guy. He comes out rapping and does music. He's the perfect heel. I was like, yeah, I guess he's doing his job uh, correctly. Who are some of your like musical influences? Um, so trying to think here. Yeah, it, it's it's another thing like how I explained to you earlier with like where I got my wrestling training. How I kind of like picked from different people to like come up with the style that I have. I would say that's like another. Thing I did with music as well so I mean I've had influences I mean it just depends I guess like who, who I'm listening to at the time and who I really am inspired by I always kind of like take these like little bits and pieces of different artists but I don't want you guys to laugh at me okay um yeah, one of my big influences like when I first started really rapping was 50 cent so that's fine <laughs> dude, people... he just posted this week he posted a thing with all his songs that have gone platinum. And he's like, you still hating on me now? And I'm that. like, dude, like, yeah, actually. Like, Davey, you're not even the biggest hip-hop head. But if we're out and you hear a 50 song, in you probably club? know it. Yeah. It's, yeah, in the club, yeah. But, like, yeah. Uh, can you rap upside down? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> upside down? Yeah, that's what he did. I mean, he proved yeah. last year he can't he anymore. Can't, really, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I love me some Yeah. No, no I mean, a, it's... That's a I wouldn't say it's like... A, I'm, like i'm not like ashamed to say that but i know like what people usually say they, like yeah. nobody would ever really put 50 in like a top 10 like rappers list or something or not usually right that i see Fair but enough. i mean that's the thing like i don't really consider myself to be like just a rapper rapper like i definitely consider myself to be a musician because you know i'm all on all uh parts of the spectrum here with, with music you know as far as like the mixing producing all that type of stuff so um I mean, he 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 had so many hits. You know, what I mean, like it's like great. Many men. Maybe he shit. wasn't the best. Yeah, like rapper or whatever. But that dude has so many like memorable songs. Like I can't even. You know, like I I was just always so inspired argue. by you, you that. You see that in music all the time. Like everyone 
No, no one I know seems to like Nickelback, but man, they sell out those tours. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll never hate on Nickelback. Right? Okay, I can <laughs> never hate on them. Like, their songs are great. Like, I don't know where the hate came from. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Buffalo's Buffalo's picked up with the hip hop scene, yeah, with like Griselda and Westside Gun trying to do the yeah. like, the, the boom bap stuff and stuff, and they seem like uh, pretty successful through through the Buffalo trying to make Buffalo, you know, the the whole Buffalo kids thing and stuff like that. Which definitely leads me to another question. I saw you uh, in some news headlines uh, for for pretty scary uh, situations, meaning the Buffalo, the Buffalo boys, the Buffalo brothers, uh, being in that that car accident uh, a few years ago, and yeah. uh, that seemed uh, pretty scary. I'm I'm sure you're probably sick of talking about it a few years later, but uh, yeah, pretty terrifying. Yeah, no, I mean definitely like traumatic experience. Absolutely, like I'm not like a. I don't get weird like talking about it or anything because okay, yeah. I mean it was a yeah it was like a, a crazy like moment in my life definitely like something I'll never forget um but yeah uh it's just it's crazy to see like after that you know how uh everybody's doing after like something so deadly and yeah. like n- near tragic you know what I mean like it was definitely one of those like really cool comeback stories uh after that so i mean yeah it's uh it's 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 a terrifying thing to to (laughs) talk about what i'm referring to is uh, a few wrestlers a few years ago uh you know the buffalo brothers i believe it was you kevin bennett blackwood garcia and puff all in the car and uh yeah it's terrifying we're 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 recording this uh late january 2023 just a week ago we lost jay briscoe to a car accident these things are very scary wrestlers you guys are always on the road i i I uh, commend anyone who you know can can stick through this and not be not treat it like it's such a traumatic thing because I definitely speaking for myself would be very very scared of of you know just getting back on it getting back on the in the grind and things like that but uh, glad to see that of course everyone in that accident is is doing all right uh, a few years later thank you yeah absolutely I know it's because uh, the anniversary of it was January sixth and. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's crazy. Like when I saw the whole Jay Briscoe thing, I mean that obviously, like I felt some type of way for yeah. a couple of days. You know what I mean? So and it's just weird because it was around the same time, and you know, like around the like every I don't know. I'd say every year, you know, around this time, I definitely get that like vibe. You know what I mean? Like I don't really like the month of January anymore because of of that. Yeah. And that there's a lot of like terrible things that have happened in the month of January within the past like few years you know so it's like i don't know i mean i don't want to say january is like a cursed month or anything but no you I, know i mean we're recording this right now and there's a crazy <laughs> snowstorm outside we know buffalo you normally get hit uh worse by that snow us. worse than us up here in in toronto so uh certainly around this time it's kind of treacherous yeah never forget wrestlers are real people who have to travel all to back and forth to all these crazy shows and i again all the respect to to these people for sure so the uh like the connection with the the buffalo brothers um obviously you're all from buffalo but uh <laughs> did you did you all train together like what how has this kind of connection come together over the years and, and are you still obviously garcia's off doing his own thing now really thriving like all four of you seem to be like yeah. really thriving still and wrestling like incredible after this accident as well um but yeah just i'd like to hear a little bit about like the four of you yeah so um trying to think i i definitely met them all around the same time um yeah i feel like they all ended up kind of breaking in 
um, relatively around the same time. Uh, yeah, we all were training together at Grapplers Anonymous. So like we would, you know, uh, we'd go there every week. We would uh, train with Pepper, you know, the blade um, weekly. It was, it was crazy. Like around, they came into wrestling at like a really good time because that's when like all of a sudden all of Buffalo just became extremely motivated in wrestling. So like, I mean, I feel like we were getting like a little bit of a, uh, a buzz for a little bit. Cause I remember guys like Gabe Sapolsky, like I took a trip down to uh, the performance center uh, in 2020. And I remember I was talking to Gabe Sapolsky and he said like, had the pandemic not happened, like Buffalo may have just, you know, blown up because we were like, uh, like you just saw the hard work, you know, like the, the consistency that we had, we were doing everything together. It was like, we were, um, you know, obviously training every week, but we would all hit the gym together. Like it was, it was this crazy thing, man. And then we're traveling together. We were together all the time, you know? Um, but yeah, so like I, I spent most of my time with uh, Puff, Kevin and Daniel. And for some reason we just had this chemistry all together. I don't, I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, like we all just loved being around each other. And, um, you know, we hung outside of wrestling, uh, built this great, relationship you know so um yeah it's just crazy like those are they they definitely created like this massive shift in energy in buffalo i would say daniel blackwood and puff like uh they definitely changed things for the better within uh the local wrestling scene so and they, they also made me like work a lot harder as well even though i'd already been a part of the wrestling scene i still like once these dudes came in that's when i felt like i had to really uh, you know, amp things up a little bit and really like stay on my game because I knew that they were going to be super good. And obviously that's what happened. So, <laughs> which it, I mean, that's all pretty awesome. Cause like when you think of these, like, you know, the big wrestling towns, you're thinking of, you know, your Philadelphia's, your Chicago's, your, your New York's and then Buffalo, like in the last couple of years have, because of you four guys has, yeah. has really started to, to blow up, which is, is awesome and crazy and we're I, we're spoiled because you're just next door to us so yeah. we we get to see uh a lot of you guys a lot of the time as well in our independency we used to see we used to see that a lot i, I watched pepper parks since i was able to go, start going to indie shows and i'd watch pepper parks come out and it's so crazy years later to see him on tv now and, and stuff like that i think he's great i want to i gotta go check out he's been doing these uh like movie watch parties and podcast things at in buffalo and i'm like oh man is it i gotta make that drive because it would be pretty fun to, to 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 do those things check out those things to anyone interested uh but uh to then i started to see like these all of a sudden all these people from buffalo started showing up in all these toronto shows it's like you guys invaded our little ter- at first i'm like oh these guys all just must be from here and then it's like no, no they're from buffalo from upstate new york this this mm. this like right like it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, a, a, another wrestler, I'd say, I would, I don't think necessarily Buffalo, but you know, upstate New York, uh, Brody Brody Lee, Rochester, yeah, yeah. like wearing the shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke Harper, Brody. like he's definitely the the upstate New York like icon of wrestling. Maybe even helped create that bubble, which which you guys definitely like. I, I think what you guys did with the Buffalo Brothers was fantastic. When I heard of the news story, I was producing for a talk radio station uh, in Toronto, and I made it a segment and plugged your your like your GoFundMe and everything. I was like, I go watch these guys wrestle. Everyone go like help support these guys. So uh, the 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 love and respect for for the Buffalo Brothers goes. 
Very, very strong, good sir. And I'm happy to see yeah, people drive. I'm happy to see every, all four of you guys thriving. Uh, Garcia, hell, has been one of my favorite wrestlers just to watch before he's he's been on TV, and now to see him in the in the spot too is just awesome. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we've. I've, I'm pretty sure me and you both were at the show where you two tangled uh, probably quite a few t- mm-hmm. times in Smash Wrestling uh, at least. But man, uh, it's it's crazy to see. Um, yeah, Buffalo Wrestling. Uh, I know you probably are having some shows coming up. You do have some shows this weekend in Ontario. So you're making your way through the storms this weekend to to come wrestle. I know you're facing Psycho Mike on Sunday for the Smash Wrestling Championship. You've been held, holding on to this title for like, what, three years? God, it's been a long time. <laughs> you better not get hit with that body slam by Psycho Mike. Uh, uh, although yeah, he, he, no. uh, the last time I saw Psycho Mike, it was on an episode of Botchamania a few weeks ago where he lost to a dog. He got pinned by a dog, so like no pressure. But <laughs> no like, pressure, if he's but... losing to a dog, like I think the champ, gotta, the champ should be okay here. You got to get in there, uh, in there, Kevin. <laughs> You're wrestling on Saturday yeah. too, though, right? Yeah, right, cool. yeah. So I believe I'm in uh, a scramble match. Okay. Let me see if I can remember everybody that's in it. So it's me versus uh, Jake something versus okay. Vaughn Vertigo versus Carter Mason versus Bryce Hansen. Nice. So okay. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah. that'll be fun. No, that sounds. Yeah, I've fun. never. Yeah, I've never uh, wrestled Jake something before. Um, I've wrestled Carter Mason, Vaughn Vertigo, and then um, I don't think I've worked with uh, Bryce Hansen. So. Should be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to working with uh, Jake something. I, f- I feel like it's it, it's strange that I haven't wrestled him yet. Mm. Actually, he's been so. he's been wrestling uh, up here quite a bit. I think I'm pretty sure we've seen him quite a few times now. Uh, yeah, I think he did a super kick show. Did a didn't super he? kicked smash. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely seen. Have you have you worked? I I know Smash have played there a few times, but have you worked the rec room before? Because it's a yeah. it's a pretty cool venue. We we actually live, live right beside right it. Next door we'll be to there it. on like, Saturday. We can see it right now, but. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty cool venue. You've got the whole like arcade aspect to it. They got Mario Kart. They got Mario Kart, yeah. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question, sir. I see you tweeting something uh today and you were t- it was something about a Mario Kart like what what is it? A, a cipher? Yeah, so Mario Party. <laughs> Mario Party Cipher. So um are you guys familiar with Nerdcore? Have you ever heard of of Nerdcore before? Like like the genre of music? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, Mega Ran and that kind of avenue, like, rapping yes. about video games and stuff. Okay. Right. So, it's funny you mentioned him because he's actually, he's on it oh, uh, with me. Amazing. As well. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, basically, I got into Nerdcore because I was, like, contacted uh, after I did the Pokemon rap. I was contacted by, like, a big uh, YouTube animation channel uh, that makes these, like, really funny uh, cartoons, you know, a- animations with, like... Um, video game characters, just like any any like modern day like cartoon characters or whatever, you know. So like they had this whole, uh, they had this. Uh, it was this uh, story that they wanted to make about. Um, I don't know if you you guys played Super Smash Brothers at all. Cool. Absolutely, yeah. But um, yeah, they wanted because Waluigi is a character that for some reason like the the creator just didn't want to put in the game. Yeah, so, it- like they had this whole story that they wanted to tell that they wanted to animate and but they wanted me to rap as waluigi uh like just him coming in and just like slaughtering all the characters okay and um like entering himself into the game 
And these, there's three songs that I made. So there's three parts and these absolutely blew up, like totally went viral. Like, I don't even know. There's, it's gotta be like 30 million views, like total um, within the series. Yeah. So like uh, the songs blew up everything. So like, I basically was just like, adopted into this genre of music like nerdcore because i'm not like the biggest video game guy i mean i love nintendo like super smash brothers things like that but um just don't really have too much free time to like play video games religiously but when he they contacted me about that opportunity i was like they're like you know we love the pokemon rap would you do something like this and i'm like hell yeah like i love n64 super smash brothers i'm like i'm totally down so like yeah, when that ended up blowing up, just all these um, you know like video game fans, like anime fans, um, just came over to my channel, and I'm basically just like the Waluigi rapper now. So like, <laughs> you know, I, I I was starting to do more like um, you know Nintendo like reference raps. So it's not like I'm really rapping about like Nintendo, but it's more so like I'll take a character and then you know, apply it to my life somehow and people love it, you know? So like I was just um, accumulating all these like nerd fans. So like now, I mean, years later after that whole series blew up, I'm like in nerdcore now. So, <laughs> um, so I'm putting together, yeah, this big uh, Mario party cypher and there's 28 artists on there. And um, Holy, yeah, that's awesome. 28. Is that yeah, each so it's character? Gonna be, is that what? Each character, wow, yeah. Wow. I, I think I think those are all the playable characters in uh, Mario Party Superstars. So yeah, I found. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a huge community. This nerdcore yeah. stuff, dude. So I found twenty eight talented artists that are super good, and uh, yeah, they're all going to represent a character. And yeah, Mega Ran is one of them. That's so. fantastic. <laughs> well, there needs to be yeah. a push to get this in the new Super Mario movie. Surely. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Like, yeah. Well, that's so what I'm good. trying to do. Like, good, I, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, like with me, um, I, I honestly am not trying to be like you know the next Drake or Fifty Cent or I mean it would be nice, <laughs> but really, I mean I do like to make these like storytelling, yeah. um, like songs for like you know animations and like I would much rather have my music like be played in like movies and TV shows and things like that, like. Because, yeah, like, the, the projects I've been doing lately, like, right now, I'm doing a, a Thomas the Tank Engine rap for that channel. <laughs> no one knows about it, dude. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. I but the love dude, that he, as a kid. Yeah, but he's uh, he's a gangster. So he comes by <laughs> and he, like, and he's, like, has guns. And he, his whole uh, posse of trains are, like, gangsters, you know? So it's like a gang, a tra- train gang. There was that viral, so, someone took the, sampled it and mixed it with Biggie, actually. It's, like, popular on YouTube where yeah, they took the yeah. and put the Biggie rap over it. Yeah, it yeah I saw that. So I'm hoping this one goes viral as well because, yeah, I mean, this it's my wheelhouse, man. Like, And I, I just finished the song to it, and it's, like, one of my harder songs I've made recently, right, <laughs> which nice. is hilarious. It goes hard, but yeah, it's about Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> It's crazy, yeah. dude. But yeah, that, that's what I love to do. I mean, yeah, just uh, yeah, within this like niche of music, I, it's like it's so fun too, you know. That's so. wild. No, I I have I have seen some of your your funny raps in the 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 Pokemon one definitely like a few years ago. That was on that was everywhere. That was unavoidable everywhere. So you're doing the right yeah. things there. You're gonna those are definitely the Mario ones. Definitely have everyone that that's so universal now, especially with the blow up of the movie coming out. Like yeah, you're 
that'll that'll be sweet. I'm sure we'll be seeing it uh, everywhere. Uh, but for sure, yeah. But uh, I, I want to say thanks for joining us, and uh, you've you've mentioned some some things you got going on. Uh, let the people know where they can find you and and anything else. Uh, we're gonna be uh, at Smash on Saturday. I would advise anyone in the Toronto GTA area. Go to the Smash shows. Toronto wrestling scene is finally back since this pandemic. The past few months has just been booming for wrestling, and we've been itching. And it's so great to see, uh, obviously, the fans coming back out to these th- these shows like little by little, and finally like making it feel like the kind of the way it was before. And you are a big part of that, being a, a prominent featured wrestler uh, every time these shows come to town. So, uh, where can people find you? What do you got going on? And you better beat Psycho Mike this Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I uh, use Twitter a lot. Twitter is definitely um, one of my favorite platforms to be on. So at the Kevin Bennett, um, you can find me on YouTube. That's also where I am. I'm constantly uploading music. So um, yeah, you're going to find me on YouTube, Spotify as well. Jesus, Spotify, Apple Music, um, every streaming platform, um, the Kevin Bennett. And uh, the reason I say the is because there's a lot of Kevin Bennett's in the world, but um, <laughs> I'm the only one like me. Yeah. So the the Kevin Bennett, <laughs> um, you should find me. <laughs> awesome. Wrestler. Yeah, I, I searched you earlier and I found I went on Spotify and it was someone else. And I was like, this isn't the same person. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I've had so many problems with that, dude. That's why I had to change it to the Kevin right. Bennett. So. All right. Makes sense. The yeah. Kevin Bennett. The on, Kevin Bennett. On all the social platforms. Go check it out. And again, if you're in the Toronto area, check out Smash Wrestling. They're a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be there on the show Saturday. We can't wait. I'm sure it'll be a blast. But thank you, Mr. Kevin Bennett, for joining us here today. We'll hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you uh, a bit on Saturday. We'll definitely have to say what up. And uh, good luck in your in your matches this week. And good luck in all the, the, the success to you going forward, my good sir. Thank you very thank you, much. Man. Thank you, guys. And thank you, everyone, for checking us out. Yeah. We, we definitely want to, to, to do more of these, like, interviews going forward with, like, especially the Toronto indie scene. We want to, like... Uh, help sh- spread the word and share the love of, of this stuff, this silly stuff wrestling that we love so much. So thank you guys for listening and checking us out. Poisonrana.ca for all the other stuff. And go to smash-wrestling.com for tickets for this week and, and all the updates on that. But thank you, everybody. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Ahoy! Oh,